0: You got anything on your chest besides your chin, you better get it off.
1: All right, then you asked for it.
0: Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free for all Friday means you set the tone. Here is Libby's Nimer.
2: Good afternoon and welcome to this Free For All Friday. Now I think Bob just laid out the topics that I see getting people's attention well. So we've got health care. That's the important stuff. And yesterday we saw the measures the government is introducing to, quote, stabilize the health system. I have to say it's not getting very good reviews from stakeholders. And I do wish that Paul Calandra or Sylvia Jones would talk to us so that we could talk to people who think this is going to work. Now, the thing that had people most worried was this provision and it will require a change in law to allow them to move somebody from a hospital bed they don't need to be in into a nursing home they do not want to go to. It requires a change of law. Now, Paul Calandra, the minister, said, we're actually not going to do that. He said, we will continue the conversation because they can't do that now. Once somebody says no, that means no. But uh, why are you changing the law to allow you to do it and then say that you wouldn't do it? Really? Uh You know, we had Dr. Samir Sinha, Donna Duncan, who is the head of the Long-Term Care Association, including many for profit long-term care, who's saying this is not a good idea. You can't force people. And I don't know, saying, well, I'm going to give myself the legal authority to force them, but I'm not going to do it. Well, I don't know. I don't know. That requires a lot of trust. And let's also turn to the gossipy stuff. So the ouster of Lisa LaFlamme as the chief anchor at CTV News is still a huge topic among people. It raises issues of sexism it raises issues of ageism. And of course, ageism is a lot worse for women. Lloyd Robertson, well, he retired at 77. And believe me, if he would have wanted to stay a bit longer, they would have been okay with that. But Lisa, 58. There's even talk that the executives looked askance when she went completely gray. She had salt and pepper hair and she, I'm sure she dyes it. Silver like that uh, to make it kind of uniform, uh, but uh, and I think it looks fantastic, and I think it sends a great message. But um, that there were executives that are saying, "What did she do that for?" And did somebody tell her she could do that, uh, as if you have to ask for something like that? So now they've said a couple of things. First of all, they said they regret the way they communicated it this. This is. My favorite type of apology or non-apology, you know, they don't say, I'm sorry I did you wrong. They say, I'm sorry you feel that way. Well, this is on the level with that because the way they chose to handle this, their great communication strategy was to announce the new anchor, Omar Sajedina, the same day that she put her video on Twitter, which has now had 4.4 million views, uh, saying that she'd been, quote, blindsided and fired. Um, and apparently, some of people's anger has been directed at Omar Sajidina. And I have to say, uh, I think he's a very good reporter. He's uh, obviously cheaper, something people have not really pointed out. He's younger, has less experience. I'm sure he costs Bell Media less money. They don't like to spend too much money, not on talent. They actually corporately have a history. They acquire assets, pay too much for them, and then gut and then them. It's like uh, uh, it's something they do, have done in the past anyway. Uh, so that's them. And the other thing I want to point out, and I really want to know what you people think of this. So they have launched a newsroom review to see if these things exist. Well, you know what? If the problem is ageism and sexism, it's not in the newsroom, it's in the executive suite, right? They're the ones that fired her for those reasons. So I don't think a newsroom review is going to reveal that. Uh, there was apparently a town hall meeting and people actually pushed back. And I think that may have been Lisa Laflamme's fundamental problem, pushing back against executives. There was a very famous uh, and public I think probably too public story where, um, so she, the the former president of CTV News was also a woman. She's gone, Wendy Freeman. And she and Lisa pushed back against a Bell executive, and this is 2015, very publicly, who was telling them who to interview and not to interview, revol- involving the regulator, the CRTC. And they pushed back, and that exec lost his job. And I think that part of this is sending a message that this is a different era and if the executives ask you to do something, you better do it. So tell me what you think uh, and tell me if you find this interesting. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And uh, we're going to start right with the phones. And the healthcare system. We've got Earl in Oakville. Hello, Earl.
3: Hi, Libby. I'd like to make a comment about the healthcare system. Instead of privatizing the healthcare system, they should repeal Bill One Twenty Four and allow the nurses to earn the money they deserve. What do you think?
2: I okay. I have said this many times. You know, if if I were making five th- thousands of dollars an hour to advise the government, I would tell them repeal Bill One Twenty Four. Yeah, because There's no way in this environment that you will get away with a 1% increase. And if you repeal it, you can say all the complainers say you disrespect nurses. uh, And there's a whole narrative around this. And if you did it, you say, hey, we hear you. We've done what you want. Now stop talking about this. <laughs> but, 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 uh, so, and, uh, it was interesting that earlier this week, Lisa Rait, uh, our recovering politician panelist said she's pretty sure that there are people around the cabinet table who are telling them to do just that.
3: Okay, could I just say one thing? A uh, happy birthday to my niece. Jenna says she's five years old today, so I thought I would put that in. (laughs) Okay, happy
2: birthday. Happy birthday to a five-year-old. We can have her listening to Zoomer radio from a young age. I think that's good training. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, so uh, tell me, what do you think about uh, these healthcare things and this Bill 124? Because – The critics, that is mostly what they talk about. Bill 124. So why wouldn't you remove the irritant when the thing that it is supposed to put in place is, it's just a non-starter. There's no way we have inflation. Uh, It went down this month, 7.6%. So who's going to take a 1% increase to their salary, especially after what they've been through. The numbers 416-360-0740, toll-free 866 740 And also, I really want to hear from people on the Lisa Laflamme thing. Uh, what do you think? Sexism? Ageism? <sighs> Tell me what you think. Right now, we'll talk to Jerry in Aurora. Hello, Jerry.
1: Hi, mean, As far as Lisa. Recent...
2: Sorry, hello? Uh, what is the hello?
1: <laughs> okay, watched, you uh... got to start again. We lost you there. All uh, right. As far as Lisa's concerned, I think what they should do is everybody should just boycott the station and pick a different station to listen to. Maybe if they see their ratings going down, they might wake up. They only understand money.
2: Well, it, I I would agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. And another thing I want to remind people about, uh, Bell Media, corporate, and I have to say the politicians really suck up to Bell Media and their outlets, but they took wage subsidies at the height of the pandemic to the tune of $600,000 for a radio newsroom, and then they gutted They fired all those people, and they do simulcasts with TV news. So that's who they are. And they're a rich company, and on the hook, as usual, we the taxpayers.
1: Ah. The other thing, quickly, I want to mention about Air Canada. My son is in Greece. Yeah? They lost his wife's baggage. Uh, Yeah? And I have been going back and forth to the airport, looking for it, talking to him, they give me a number, which goes to somewhere in India, and they're supposedly looking for it. Finally, uh, yesterday, I told him, take the 100 euros, I, I'll send it to you. Take the bus into Athens. He finally did that. He walked into the room where the thing is there. First thing he sees, his bag right in this front row, right the very first bag in front of the guy who's sitting there supposed to be doing things. The bag arrived there on the 4th. And every time we try to contact, they give us phone numbers that don't exist. And I hang up on me when I've asked to speak to a supervisor. (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sometimes I think those phone numbers and that trace is just a way to get your blood pressure up. It's not good. I mean, they are notorious, but they are practically a monopoly. They get away with... uh, I was just talking about Bell Media. Well, you can put Air Canada in that basket.
1: Yeah, my son, when he comes back, he he told me to find out how to sue, how to do a, a, a civil suit on them. He wants to go into small claims court and sue them for his airline, for his his passage, and for a loss of vacation time because in the bag was all they have a four month old baby and all the baby's clothes and everything and formula and there's some things that they can't get there was in that bag.
2: Well, um, he should uh, look up Gabor Lukács, who we talk to often, who is a lawyer who runs Air Rights, uh, So, uh, to see if he has grounds to go to small claims. If he does go to small claims, I mean, I don't know what the wait time is now, but I bet it's going to be a year before he gets before anyone. But uh, I get that he wants to get some accountability, but he should get involved with air rights and see what exactly he has recourse to. And I'm sorry to hear that story. You know, people need their vacations and then you get a ruined holiday.
1: Yeah. Well, he was all stressed out.
2: Yeah. Okay. Thanks very much. Let us go to Steph in Toronto. Hi, Steph. Hi, this
4: is Lisa Laflame. Yeah. It's horrific what they did to her, but this is a quote of game. I'm, Hello? Steph? It, 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 they have to fill a certain minority. They have to fill a certain Caucasian, a certain number. And to them, they're young suits running these corporations right now. It's all numbers. It's all numbers across the board. Yep. You can have a show on an episode one, and if the numbers aren't there, it's yanked. It's gone. On to the next.
2: Her numbers and, uh, were good, apparently. Pardon? <laughs> her numbers were good Her numbers were fantastic. This was
4: also I don't know uh, if you've had a chance or you've seen this article floating around. Someone sent it to me on Facebook that this gentleman who let her go, this executive there had a hard on for her. Excuse my language. He uh, wanted her gone. This was paid back also, like you mentioned, to a, to a large degree. Well, You I, don't take a woman like that and do that to her and disrespect her like that when her numbers are great and she's lovely and articulate and award-winning. Okay, I mean, I,
2: I have to say there is some criticism of her that I have heard from people who worked there that she could be very tough uh, uh, and sort of over-the-line tough. So uh, I don't know. Maybe there's a little bit of that, except, you know, when you're a woman, it's it's a lot quicker. It's quicker to get accused of something like that than if you're a man. But yes, it's the same How many men do we know that, I'm not
4: saying we, collectively, that are very tough, that are very hard A, and they are running corporations and businesses, and that's just the way he is. You know, he gets the job done. She might but maybe she had more to prove. That's that's all. I mean, I'm not defending or not defending, but as women, sometimes we have more to prove. I've, I've also just quickly have been in particular work situations where they don't want anyone that's over 30, literally. They don't want anyone across the board in the departments that are over 30. That's an issue now, and that's coming from, from yep. somewhere. Okay. So thank you, and I'm glad you're speaking about it. Okay. Thank
2: you. Thanks, Steph. Bye bye. Bye. We have got to take a break. We'll be right back with more of your calls and your comments. We are talking about health care. We are talking about Lisa LaFlamme. 416-360-0740. Toll free 1-866-740-4740. Uh, and we'll be right back after the break.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.
2: Welcome back to this free-for-all Friday. Uh, just before the break, we were talking about the ouster of Lisa Laflamme from CTV, sexism, ageism, all of the above, uh, and compare and contrast. She got the boot at the age of 58. Uh, Lloyd Robertson stayed on until a time of his choosing, and he was 77. Uh, let's go to Darko in Etobicoke. Hello, Darko. Yeah, I just
5: have two things to bring up. Number one, I guess when you're hired for TV, you're actually partially hired because of your looks, anyway. Is not not true. Uh, it I
2: mean, it is true, but it's uh, you know it's not necessarily for for news. It's not like you have to be a beauty queen. And I I remember I had a news director, and when he'd be touting some new person to hire, uh, he'd say, "Well, and she's pretty, but she's not overly pretty." <laughs>
5: Yeah, but I'm sure if you look at your backroom staff versus the staff that's on TV, we know which one's going to be the better looking group, right? It's not, uh, that's not a, a secret. But the she, thing is, probably she probably fine. A year ago, wasn't she involved either in advertising or something to do with some kind of alternative co- covid uh, medication or no or, or, no there was something i remember and and uh she, she dropped it or whatever so I, I i don't know i looked it up uh, recently i couldn't find it but i remember the ad on on a billboard uh, uh i don't
2: i really don't think so uh it, so there's a lot of misinformation out there anyway darko um it, 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 it this has raised a big stink thanks for your call Okay, we are going back to talking about the healthcare system. We've got Bill in Uxbridge. Hi, Bill. Hi, Libby. Um, I know how to
3: unclog the healthcare system. Clear out all the legalities, uh, clear out all the, the, the butt covering that everybody has to do for fear of being sued, for fear that the lawyers are going to be jumping down on them. Get rid of that stuff. Let the nurses nurse, let the doctors doctor, and let
5: the bureaucracy look after itself.
2: Like what? I'm sorry. Like like what? Legality. Right. Okay. All the time they spend doing reports uh, that
3: should, should be done electronically. Should be handled by a stenography staff. But they probably have all sorts of procedures to cover their legal butts so they don't get sued. And that's what's slowing them down.
2: Well, doctors have to take histories. Nurses do do a lot of charting. They have to keep a record of what they've done or else uh, the patient will be in trouble. But I've, I've heard that there are ways to mitigate that. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, I don't think that would solve the problem. And you have to be careful doing that. But uh, Bill, thanks. Well, I, thanks uh, for your call. Let us go to John in Aurelia. Hi, John. Okay. Go ahead. Hello. Go ahead.
3: Uh, yeah, mine is. Uh, they're talking about nurses being uh, not enough of them. I had a wife that passed away in March.
6: Sorry to hear and that.
3: They had the um, nurses' stations uh, d- down the hall, and there was about ten of them sitting there, uh, just playing with the uh, little display case for each uh, patient. Some of them weren't serious, but the thing is, uh, they neglected my wife in quite a few ways of uh, the care she needed, and their complaint was, well, she's a little uh, oversized, so we have trouble. We need three people to do something with her. And she ended up getting a serious infection, inside of her in the intestinal part and uh, eventually uh, well, like i say because of the infections uh she passed away
2: i'm
6: very
3: and sorry to hear that death summary i got from the hospital doesn't say half of what uh she was in for
2: i'm very sorry to hear that i i don't know what kind of recourse you have, and even if you, you know, want to do that in the midst of your grief, it's, a... well, it's
3: not it's so much the recourse, but uh, what <clears throat> excuse me is, is gets to me is uh, what they write up and what the truth is, they seem to want to cover over. Uh, the other thing is, uh, she is a teacher, uh, she had to get her two, um inoculations her for the COVID to teach uh, which is fine uh, she gets into the hospital and about a month after she's in there she catches COVID and uh, I get a health call oh well this and that they shut down the whole floor when uh, they found she had it and my comment to the health department is well she's been in there for over a month how come uh, how else would she get it
2: well it, it and, was it's it's everywhere i mean there are people who've had four shots who get covid um and they have isolation procedures i don't know when that was but it, yes that's it that's terrible but you know the hospitals were doing the best to it was it's a terrible disease i'm very sorry to hear that
3: uh they closed it down uh, but she'd already been in the hospital for a month and a half, and it had be uh, the hospital staff that she got it from. Uh,
2: it's very possible. Um, they would get tested after, when there were tests available, they would get tested very frequently, but uh, I was in the hospital a year ago, and tests weren't very available. Um, so it was kind of, you take your chances. John, I'm very sorry to hear your your. Story and um, I wish you all the best. Let us go to Vic and Vic's <laughs> in Rexdale. Hi, Vic.
5: Hello, uh, let me. I listen to you try to every day at 12. Anyway, you do a great job. Thank you. I uh, just wanted to make this comment with uh, Lisa LaFlamme. Um, I recall when she had got that job and um. Uh, there was a little bit of talk around, but didn't get out, I don't think, a lot. But the man who was supposed to get that job was Tom Clark with uh, the with CTO. Yep, yep. Oh. yep. And uh, anyway, I think he even wound up losing his job at that station because he didn't get the job. Of,
2: or you know, maybe he left. Guy. I don't remember.
5: Yeah, well, that's... Uh, how long is this? But we talking ten
2: years? Yeah, uh, twenty eleven. She got the job.
5: Well, that's it's exactly. I'm not just out a year. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'll just I just wanted that I re- I remember that very very like it was yesterday.
2: Yeah. Well, there is, these things are very competitive, and um, yeah, everybody thought he was the guy, but it was she was the woman. Uh, well, thanks for your call. Okay. The numbers, 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. We're talking about the health system and we are talking about the ouster of Lisa Laflamme. Was it sexism? Was it ageism? Was it both? Was it neither? Was it just that she was pushing back against some of those suits as one of our callers? Talked about them. Some of those suits who were maybe want to tell them what to do and what not to do in their work. She apparently argued about the amount of money they were allocating to cover Ukraine. She pushed back against that and probably a whole lot of other things. So, uh, let me, let me know what you think about the whole thing. 416-360-0740. Toll free. one 740 4740 And this morning, CTV announced that they're launching a newsroom review. Well, if there's a problem with those things, I'm saying it's not in the newsroom, it's in the executive suite. So, uh, let us go to Jack in Toronto. Hi, Jack. Hi, how are you doing? Fine, how are you? Oh, just Okay, thank you. I'm just calling about this uh, Lisa firing of CFTO. At, uh, at CTV. A while back,
3: they fired two other... Men, Tom Brown and Lance Brown from the weather department and the sports department. So I don't think it's just money.
2: <laughs> well, it, you're talking about two different uh, uh, executives. Uh, you're talking about the local operation, but she was the national, the head anchor of the national news. And that's, uh, yeah, yeah, that's run right. by very different people with very different uh, agendas, I would say. Wow. So I don't think the two things are really comparable.
3: Okay, then. Thank you very much.
2: Okay, bye-bye. Okay, yeah, very uh, different managements and managers, and there are all kinds of stories out there. And yes, uh, I was in TV for a very long time. We still do some TV here. I am a co-host. I'm one of the hosts of the Zoomer TV on Vision TV. So uh, I have all kinds of programs there, not every day, but more like a couple times a month, I will shoot an episode of the Zoomer on some very interesting and important topics and I really enjoy still doing TV. That's my background. That's what I worked in for most of my career. And yeah, there was a point where I got the boot too. Um, There were uh, probably a bunch of reasons and uh, getting a little older was probably not helpful. But uh, anyway, we move along. This is not about me. Let's go to Margot in Toronto. Hello, Margot. Hi, how are you today? Fine, how are you? Fine, thank you. My comments, uh, and I, I just listened to your
7: comment to the last gentleman uh, about there being two different executives making the decisions on the firing of, of, uh, of and I, I referred to Mr. Knight and Tom Brown in uh, February of 2021, just shortly after the big bell, let's talk, we'll take care of people's mental health. Oh, aid. right. That is. Right? Yeah. And it was during the pandemic. How do you go out and get a new job during the pandemic? Those two guys had done lots of good stuff. They were visiting all over the parks for, to show people places they could go during the pandemic. They replaced them with two women, two younger women. And I thought, you know, I didn't spend my life fighting for the things I fought for, equality for women, I'm 73 now, to have them do that, to get rid of some men and put in two women who didn't do anything differently. They did actually a little bit less because they weren't doing those, Sort of, you know, um, vignettes out in parks and things like that.
2: Well, they, and, I think the reason they don't is because they have them working double and triple duty. Well, yeah, but again, we don't know that. I just looked at it and I
7: I felt terrible for them because I think people yep. looked at them and said, "Well, why should people lose a job because of you?" So it made, it's, I, it made but
2: I it's think it it's feeling. not a direct correlation. Uh, th- there's usually a money consideration, and uh, s- some of the people now and if you look at even the way reporters do their jobs uh, they have to file more often so you get somebody who's doing the weather she's doing the weather on the local uh, TV station and then they're doing the the weather on on uh, cable pulse 24 so they're this is what they've done when they've cost cut they've kind of amalgamated things and simulcast things Right. They gutted a whole radio newsroom and they just have some TV people reading wire copy, um, which is not the most thorough way to do things. So, no. yeah, but
7: similarly to my feelings on of putting young women in the position is um, Omar Sachadina, I feel badly for him because people, I think, will wonder, did he know about this before? Oh, her? no, he wouldn't. No, oh, no. He wouldn't have. But I think people will wonder that.
2: Well, he may and, actually, you know what, if they were going to name him, he he wouldn't have known about it I don't think before the fact, but there was a month in between the way uh, the time she was fired and the, and it, when it was announced. So, sometime in that I, time they would have done a deal with him.
7: And I read somewhere that they wouldn't allow her to speak about it during that period.
2: That's and right. Well, generally if if you're fired from any job where you're getting a settlement, so there are certain things that you have to agree to if you right. want to get your money. <laughs> so
7: no, I understand that. But then they came out and they said, you know, we, we gave her a chance to do an on-air goodbye. And I thought, and justify your
6: behavior? I, what, it, it's
2: just, it just I didn't hear that. Out. I didn't hear that. But, uh, you know, uh, maybe I'm, I'm not aware of every tiny little uh, thing on this. Margot, well, thanks for your call. Have a good day. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. All righty, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. We've got Rachel in Brampton. Do you want to talk about Hi, Bell? Lady. Thank you for taking my call. <laughs> Go ahead.
8: Yeah, I'm actually just calling about the ridiculous uh, charges. I never called before about this, but about uh, Bell and Roger, and the, you know, they're just monopolizing uh, you know, charging you any amount of uh, bill they want, and, you know, it's ridiculous. We need more competition, Yeah,
2: you know? Uh, I, I think a lot of people think that, and, and we pay some of the highest cell phone and internet bills in the world.
8: Exactly. They charge me $600 for one month. What? <laughs> it's oh. like I live it, to be honest with you. I said, uh, I called them yesterday. Well, I've been dealing with them for a year for different things, but the customer service is terrible, and they don't care. They charge whatever a month, right? Yep. This is just above data, even though I have, like, wireless.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah. Sometimes you have to be careful that uh, they'll find a way to really, really hit you if you go over your, your allotment or wh- whatever. But, um, Rachel, I think a lot of people... Agree with you that we need more competition. Let's go to John in Etobicoke. Hello, John. Yes. Hi. How are
1: you? Fine. How are you? Good. I just wanted to comment on on the mayor um, of Peterborough.
2: Okay. Let's let's just uh, bring people up to speed. So uh, there were some uh, rowdy, nasty. I think, anti-vax protesters who were saying that the police should be arrested, and she dropped an F-bomb on them. And uh, some people say, oh, that's a horrible way for an elected official to speak, and some people say, good on her. What do you say?
1: Exactly, good on her, because what person in their right mind thought a a citizen's arrest on police would go well, first of all? First of all, you need a policeman to finish the arrest anyway.
9: <laughs> it, uh, Legally, I'm sure.
2: <laughs> it was the, s- and, the same person who has some very wacky anti vax conspiracy views, maybe?
1: Yeah, those people, yes. Those people. Yes. Well, yes, When God handed out brains, they were in the end of the line. So, anyway, I just want to c- c- congratulate her on fi- people to stand up to the Id- idiocy that goes on with all these anti vaxxers and, you know, anything that they don't like, they protest instead of going through proper channels and voting and doing the things the right way. Yep. So I just wanted to congratulate her. That's all.
2: Okay. Thank you for that. Okay. Um, Thank you. Bye-bye. That's another thing we did not get to this week. That's also gone viral and everyone's talking about it is the mayor of Peterborough dropping an F-bomb against these people (laughs) who are trying to arrest cops uh that was uh that was uh, i don't know um n- i don't think anyone was hurt so maybe it is entertaining but you know s- some of that stuff is just beyond the pale so let me give the numbers out again before we take another break 416 740 toll free 1-866-740-4740 we will be back after the break
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer, a free-for-all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt. Excuse
2: me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me!
0: Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Here is Libby Nimer.
2: Welcome back to this free-for-all Friday. I see the phone lines are filling up. Let me give the numbers out again. 416 360 Toll-free 866 six66 seven forty for 740. Uh, we've been talking about a number of different things today about the healthcare system and about some of the measures that the government brought in yesterday. We've been talking about the firing of Lisa Laflamme. And uh, a lot of people are saying it's sexism. It is ageism. There's ageism everywhere, by the way. I bet that our audience knows that, and I'd like to hear your opinion. And uh, Bell Media is launching a newsroom review, but I'm saying those things, if they are the problem, they are in the executive suite and not in the newsroom. So uh, people still want to talk about it. Let us go to Beverly in Pickering. Hi, Beverly. Hello. Go Hello. ahead. You're on the air. Hi. I just have a quick
6: comment about the firing of Lisa Laflamme. Uh, I just—it's—it's unbelievable. Actually, she's she's been in the business thirty-five years. She's trusted. She has a following. People tune in just to hear her, and the company has said we're going in a different direction. Wonder what direction that would be. Like, what direction are you going in? You've got a trusted person.
2: I, I just—I just don't understand it. Uh, they and are then, going in a younger, likely yeah. cheaper. Uh, yeah. masculine uh and more diverse direction, because they yeah. they've replaced her with Omar Satina, who is yeah. a very good reporter.
6: He is, he is. And 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 like the another caller has said, it's important.
2: Hello, Beverly?
6: But um as far as her, you know, she's being tough, that maybe that's something. Um, you know, she said she was blindsided, so I don't know if that was the case. You know, it's like if you were on record for, okay, you got to calm that down, or we're, we might have to let you go kind of thing. But other than that, I don't know. Okay. Like that's, it's just ridiculous, and
2: uh, there's a lot of people that feel so. Okay, but, well, yeah, they're starting to realize that now. Thank you for your call, Beverly.
6: Anyways, thank you for, for letting us comment.
2: Okay, bye-bye. Right. David in Oakville also wants to talk about Lisa Leflam. Hi Libby, how are you today? Fine, how are you? Good, thanks. It's sort of like, to me, I feel really bad for her,
5: but it's sort of like that age-old problem when new management comes into any business or workplace, and they have their ideas, and the staff have their ideas, and there's conflict, and then it gets handled, right? So,
2: Yeah, I, I think that was a big part of it.
5: Yeah, from what I've read about the gentleman's history seemed to be either newer to that position. so
2: And not know. a news person. That's, that's the other thing they're doing. They're, it used to be that the people who ran news departments were news people and um, you know, uh, but they are not and they don't really care. So that's, I think, a big part of it.
5: For sure. I think she will definitely land on her feet no matter what. She's very confident, so.
2: Well, yeah, but where's she going to? Where's she going to go? She can go to CBC or Global.
5: Yeah, that's true.
6: (laughs) So
2: there's not unless uh, she she leaves the country, which is probably unlikely. I mean, if there is ageism and sexism here, there's even more in the United States.
5: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, thank you. That's all I was going to say.
2: Okay, David. Thanks for your call.
1: Thanks, Libby. Okay,
2: we have a. First-time caller, Paige in Scarborough. Welcome. Hi, Paige. Hi, Libby. Huge fan of the show.
4: Huge fan of everything you do there at MZTV
10: and the Zoomer as well. Thank you. I'm calling to address what I think is a bit of an elephant in the room about our friend Lisa LaFlam. Everyone's talking about age. Everyone's talking about sexism, but not many people are talking about what might be a form of, dare I say, reverse racism. If you look across all of the airwaves on Canadian television, say maybe Vassy Capello said CBC, the old guard is being replaced by people who reflect the new Canada, who are uh, the beige horizon, as the CBC once infamously pointed to and alluded to in a, a video. So um, I think that the, the, the sad part is is that if you are part of the old stock in Canada, of Caucasian or white presenting, um, major, uh, former majority, getting a job in journalism might not be for you because you might end up seeing yourself unceremoniously getting the booth, as did Lisa LaFlemme, uh, for what people, or at least executives perceive people, want to see on the airwaves.
2: Well, you know what? I, I still see, I don't see a, a lack of white people on the air, actually. Uh, and, um, you know, things change and, uh, you know, people talk about representation and you should. I mean, I remember way back when, when Moses started City TV, it was a huge thing for people to use their actual names, their ethnic names, their Italian, Polish, whatever names, because up until that point, anybody, if you wanted to go on air, you had to change your name to a, uh, you know, white Anglo-Saxon name. So, Things do change, but I don't think I see a, uh, I don't see, I just keep seeing new reporters coming on who are white and new reporters who are uh, something else. But um, yeah, I don't see, I don't see that uh, there's a lack of that, but uh, it used to be that that was the only, those were the only people who got jobs and now it's not. Anyway, Paige, you can disagree with me. That's all right. Thanks for your call. Call back sometime. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Again, 416-360-0740, toll-free 866 740 And Maria in St. Catharines. Hi, Maria. Oh, hi. Very nice to talk to you. I listen to you
7: practically every day while I'm working. Oh, great. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to tell everyone about a very funny story that happened to me this week. I was receiving a really slow Wi-Fi signal and it was going on. I thought, Oh, I'm not gonna make that, you know, dreadful call to Code not Code. not saying anything bad about about them. But what happened next was he and I asked him, I said, What's going on? The street seems to be all
4: complaining about it and you're fixing wires.
7: He said, It's cat litter looking at me seriously. <laughs> I looked back at him, I said are you being serious? He said, "Oh yes, of course. I called my boss. I'm in the engineering technology world and I told him and we just laughed for a very long time and we filed it into our nutter file." Well, and that's my story. It's just hilarious.
2: Well, I mean, and sometimes you've got to wonder in in my neighborhood we have a lot of very quick electricity outages they only last like a minute or or sometimes even less than that and talking to hydro they said it's squirrels now (laughs) i don't really believe hydro but yeah sorry just funny i i just had to share that i
4: laugh i've been laughing about it all week and it, it it actually made me feel good about the bad things that are happening in the world So um, happy Friday to
2: all of you. Thank you. Okay. Happy Friday to you. I I didn't get a clear sense of whether Maria believed that explanation because sometimes you really have to wonder. You really have to wonder about what is out there. So let me give the numbers out for the final time for today's show. 416-360-0740, toll-free, 866 740 for 740. We have been talking a lot about Lisa LaFlamme. Anybody have anything else to say about it? We are also talking about healthcare and the measures, especially a new law that will allow the government to move people to nursing homes that they don't want to go to, saying it's temporary. Okay. What do you think of that? There are a lot of people who are very worried about that and the pain and difficulty it could cause families, not to mention taking away people's civil rights. Let's go to Morin in Toronto. Hello, Morin.
9: Uh, Hi, Libby. Um, I I called you about uh, um, maybe a year ago, and I complained about all the illegally parked vehicles on Holly street that you were familiar with. I saw Billy Chris on that street too. And, um, I'm talking about. I counted over twelve vehicles. They're parked directly under the no parking sign, no part, no standing signs, and it, they they're, they're just so brazen. Because even when I tell the parking enforcers, the Green Hornets or parking enforcers, whatever you call them, they they really they aren't doing much. It, 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 it's it's annoying, and when they're and they do it directly in front of my building as well, it it it, it just it gets me so angry. And um, now when I mentioned it on your show, it did subside for about three weeks, maybe word got around, but then it just caved back in again. Kind of like when Moses part of the season, the waters came back in. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know what to do. I, I did call to find out also who, who's the, um, I called the green Hornets at, at, uh, whatever their phone number is. They don't deploy. They don't come out. I mean, I'm tired of them trying to blame someone named COVID. I checked even the basement where people could pay to park. And I saw mounds of needles, drugs, Paraphernalia, uh, manure, and it's been there since 2006. And that's now 2022. People setting up shop there, needles, uh, uh, all sorts of characters hanging down there. Well, Uh, have you tried? You're you're supposed to to
2: call 311. Good luck with that. Warren? We'll see Uh, if calling us uh, makes it stop for a little while. You're supposed to call 311. Uh, I know some people who say they've got action like that. I've never even been able to get through. So that's not the choice that I would take. Let us go to Ziad in Toronto. Hello, Ziad. Hello. Yes, you're on the air, Ziad. Go ahead. Oh, Oh, hi. I'm first-time calling. I
6: really
1: enjoy your show, Libby. Thank you so much. Um, I was just this the situation with uh, Omar Sakadina and uh, and Lisa Laflamme, why can't
3: they do a co anchoring that happened for years and years and and that, that would would solve the
2: problems and it would be good to have them both on? Uh, th- that would cost more money. <laughs>
6: <laughs> they have the money. I'm sure they're okay with that.
2: Well, no, I, I am sure that uh, cutting costs was also a part of their, their equation, that they wanted to do that. Absolutely. Uh, I,
5: think, I think it's going to backfire, cutting costs. I'm sure she's going to. A very good uh, lawyer, and uh, and uh, there's going to be wrongful dismissal issues and all kinds of things
2: happening. Now. Oh, I'm sure that's already all settled. Yeah, but that comes <laughs> oh. out of a different pot, and it's not the pot that the executive gets his bonus from.
1: <laughs> oh, I see. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Thanks thank very you
1: very much for ver- my
2: call. Okay. Thank you very much for that, Ziad. Have a nice weekend. Okay. Debbie and Guelph also wants to talk about Lisa. Hi, Debbie.
8: Hi, uh, yes, I'm like another caller. I watch the program mostly because of Lisa. And don't get me wrong, I like Omar Sachadina. He's, he's very professional and very good too. And I can't imagine how they would backtrack on his promotion now if, you know, they're looking into the dismissal of, of Lisa. But as far as ageism goes, and, and again, I like Sandy Ronaldo, but nobody, that I've heard anyway mentioned that she's 72 years old, and now her hair's not gray. She's blonde, but she's you know still on there, uh, filling in. She's not the main uh, anchor person, but I just think Lisa won all kinds of awards for Bell Media, and I think she should be able to dictate her her um, price. You know her what she wants in pay. Uh, Because she has earned it. I feel that she's so professional, so good looking, a good, uh, um, just, you know, makes it look good on TV. She does. Uh,
2: Yeah, but, you know, once those things are done, they are not undone. They are not going to undo it. And, uh, I think this review or whatever they're talking about, it's kind of window dressing. They mishandled how they communicated it. They probably misassessed what people think. And, and, you know, frankly, at the end of the day, uh, there's not a whole lot of choice in this country. So are people going to desert them in droves? I don't know. Like, where are you going to go? You like listening to the news on the CBC or global? Uh, that's. I- yeah, I mean newspaper. I have
8: looked at uh at CBC and I'm thinking if Lisa gets snapped up by another network, I will certainly watch her wherever she goes but um i and I am not as impressed with CBC with some of the people on there and how just partly and how they speak. She's so professional. I just have always admired her and and uh I'm sad that it's happened
2: yep, yep, thank you for that. Don't know if any of those execs are exactly listening about all of that. But uh, yeah, people care. And maybe they'll think twice the next time. Who knows? Anyway, um, we are heading towards the weekend. In a very, very quick way, I don't think I have time to take any more of the calls. They're on long-term care, and they're on hospitals, and those are subjects that we are going to be talking about for a very long time to come. Right now, that is all the time we have for Fight Back for today and for this week, and I will be back here on Monday, and we will talk